Well, hey, girl, welcome to She's Doing Big Things. I'm your host, Alicia Lee, the original she, top income producer, freedom advocate, serial entrepreneur, winner of all the things, world traveler, and now digital nomad. I've lived my entire life feeling a little different, dreaming a little bigger, doing a little more, and believing I was destined to have it all. So I can imagine if you're here, you get it. You're a dreamer, a doer, an entrepreneur, so you're ready to set some big goals and smash them. So with that in mind, let's freaking get started. CEOs, welcome, welcome to another guest episode. And I will just tell you, I am in my brand new office. And it's amazing. If you've been following any of my journeys, you know that it has been a long one. We've been all over the country, all over the place, and as this comes out, I will have been in Boise, Idaho for quite some time, but it is so exciting. It's a new sound behind my microphone here. I've got a little bit of an echo, but it is just fabulous. So this is probably going to be another favorite episode of mine. I am like a kid in a candy store right now. If I was a betting woman, I would bet that by the end of this episode, you will, number one, love today's guest, and number two, take on some of her high energy and vibe, which I personally love so much about her. And let me just say, number three, you are definitely going to find more time in your day and more life to live as your business runs smoother. Yes, that is what I would bet on. So... Let's talk about who this episode is for because that's pretty dang important. Productivity hack number one. Do not waste your precious time listening to a podcast episode that isn't for you, girlfriend. You see what I did there? I gave you a hack already. All right, so this is definitely for the onlinepreneur. I am talking online, service-based, biz babes, network marketers, and online product-based businesses. So if that's not you, I'll save you the 30 minutes now. Go ahead and just click the stop button and do yourself a favor. (laughs) Am I winning that bet yet? I think I might be. All right, so this is also definitely for the woman out there who has a lot of life she wants to be living. So if you're an overworker, you love spending 16 hours a day in your business, and you have zero hobbies or people you want to tend to, this episode isn't for you either. So go ahead, plug away, spend your next 30 minutes doing biz things as usual. Just go ahead and hit that stop button. So we are definitely getting closer to winning my bet, I do believe. Here we go. Now, lastly, this is for the woman out there who is overwhelmed and reaching burnout. Why is it for you? Well, love, my dear, I'm glad you asked. Productivity hacks will save you time, give you more energy, and allow you to take care of you more often so you can show up for them at a higher level. But the key here is that they will give you more time to do you, boo. Because doing what you love in business isn't enough. You get to do life and rejuvenate from both. And clearly, you need more time for that. So I'll go ahead and say it, win a win a chicken dinner. Okay, we're not there yet? What? 
I do believe that today's guest will solidify the win then. So hang tight with me. Let's talk about her. Tracy, like me, is a strategist. Oh yes, we are about to get her done up in here. As a strategist, she helps business owners create custom blueprints to simplify and systematize your business. So you can step into your CEO role or CEO if you're following along, have more freedom, make more money, and become the visionary you were born to be. She is all about helping small businesses realize that the chaos and overwhelm of owning a new business is not their new normal. I feel that, so much of that. As someone who knows burnout all too well, I love the system's life and freedom they create. They create for all business owners, all of us, but we're talking to the onlinepreneurs today. So Tracy lives on the beautiful island of Kauai. Can I get a I'm jealous? right? (laughs) She lives there with her husband and she pretty much feels that a walk on the beach can make everything right with the world. Give her a coffee and she is in paradise as she takes that stroll. Oh my gosh, this girl speaks my language. So I think we might have just become best friends. I mean seriously. So let's bring her on, shall we? I am ready to get to know this lady a whole lot more. Tracy, how are you today? Aloha, Alicia. I am doing fabulous. Like, come on, we're coming off of a three-day weekend for us that are in the States, and I'm so excited to talk about this topic. One of the things I noticed starting Thursday and Friday of last week, there's so many entrepreneurs and online entrepreneurs that were working over the weekend, which made me a little sad. So I'm excited that we're talking about productivity and getting that time freedom back. Ooh, yes. If everybody doesn't know out there, it is Tuesday after Memorial Day weekend. That is when we are recording this. So as this comes out, you have got Labor Day weekend coming up. So let's take some advice for that today and get productive so you can actually enjoy that weekend and all your weekends. All right. So since we are... Yes. So since we are systems sisters, let's talk about some ways that we compare and contrast within our businesses, shall we? Yeah, it sounds like fun. All right. Awesome. So tell me this. Who do you love to work with? What does she do and how do you specifically help her? Meaning like, what are your signature systems and platforms that you love to work in and how do you start out with her? Okay. So... I love to work with small businesses that are passionate. They have to be passionate about how they serve their dreamy clients. And they're typically change makers. They're typically high achievers and they want to do all the things. And I know it. I used to be one of those people. I I figured for whatever story it was, you can do all the things. I don't have kids. I can do all the things. You'd make that trade off. And Unfortunately, it's not true. Sooner or later, it will run you into the ground. So one of the things that I think sets me apart is I treat your business like a system. It is a system. Mm -hmm. And I have four pillars. 
And we break your business into these four pillars. The first is planning and organization. The second is your metrics and key performance indicators and financial management. Um, the third is how you work with your client and fulfillment or how you do what you do. And then obviously marketing and sales. And, and we look at how you work and how you want to work and bringing those all together so that we can automate, eliminate, delegate, whatever is going to give you that freedom in your time so that you can be that visionary. You didn't start a business to do all the things and get drowned with all of those tasks that you find yourself doing. You know, some of us do not like spreadsheets. I, on the other hand, love them, but um, not everybody does. But we get kind of bogged down with those things that we need to do, and we're not that visionary anymore. And sometimes it breaks my heart to see that, you know, those business owners are starting to resent their business. And I try to eliminate that. Mm, yes. Oh, my goodness. I feel this because I've been in those spaces before. I'm sure you have as well, which is probably why you're so passionate about helping women avoid that space, right? But Yes, exactly. Yeah. But I know 100% like where you're coming from in creating a system or a streamlined business that's actually sustainable, right? Because doing, like you said, doing all of the things is eventually going to leave you tethered and, you know, tied to a desk and you're going to resent it, of course, obviously. And then also you're going to burn out, right? A flame can only stay lit for so long. And even though you, my dear, are a flame out there in the world, you cannot keep maintain that level of heat and intensity. So I totally love that. Exactly. It's definitely, there's seasons for it. I absolutely, I, I believe in hard work. I believe you need to have pockets of time where maybe you are working more fervently than others, but it's not a consistent thing because it will run you in the ground and you can't help everyone like that. And, you know, mm -hmm. to the level that you want to help your clients, your family, yourself, once you get to that point, you're not helping anyone. Exactly. Yes. And what's so interesting is that actually leads into um, kind of my, what I do inside of my systematization and, and my business and how I help my clients is you, you mentioned energy, right? Like energy is a flow and it's different for different people. And so I actually use human design to create authentic alignment in a business blueprint. And we talk about blueprints a lot in systems to streamline their systems in a way that feels really good to them and magnetizes their ideal client so that they can work smarter, not harder, which I feel like then allows people to live more and have more and be more in the world because they're following their energetic cycle, right? So for a manifester, that's really up and down. For a manifesting generator, it's a little bit more cyclical and, and so on and so forth. And so I think it's really important to note the energy that people have and how we maintain that and how we also tap into that when they're in that you know, positive energy cycle. So what are your signature systems that you love to work in as far as um, platforms and actual system creation? Okay, so I believe that every business, no matter who you are, needs like three, like the minimum of three systems in your business. You need a project management system, which my absolutely favorite is ClickUp. 
You need a client relationship management system, which my favorite is Dubsado. And then you also need, and you can maybe use either ClickUp or Dubsado, but I prefer Airtable for any measurement of my metrics. You need a place where all of those metrics live so you can go to one place. You don't have to look for anything. Everything's right there and you can really track where you're going. Mm, that's so fun because I don't use any of those, but I've heard such good things about those. So beautiful. My signature systems are actually email automation. Um, I love active campaign, sales funnels and sales pages. I love lead pages and click funnels. Um, mini to master courses, I use Teachable and Evergreen courses um, and, and obviously human design to personally align within all of those things. So I know that we have prepared some productivity hacks for the audience out there and I'm so excited for them. So I really want to start with you and ask what your first hack is for the ladies listening. Okay, so the very first one, it might be seem kind of simple, but it's something that's overlooked a lot. And that is to have a schedule. A lot of us go into creating our businesses saying, I want flexibility. And so they kind of like leave the schedule out of things where I firmly believe that you need to have a schedule that you adhere to. It's obviously something you approach with flexibility and not so much rigidity, but um, you need to have something to fall back on. We have those days where we don't have anything scheduled and the day totally gets away from us, but we need to have a starting place where we can go back to and say, okay, tomorrow's another day. I'm going to start my morning with A, B, and C. We know what the things are that we're doing, so we don't spend endless time trying to figure out what are we going to be working on tomorrow? What am I doing tomorrow? You would be surprised how much time seeps away when you're trying to figure those things out. So if you have like a template schedule that you, that's your perfect day or you work towards every day, it's something you can go back to when your day goes awry. It's something that you know you can look forward to the next day, and it just keeps you on track. Mm, that is such good advice. I remember um, the first time that I had an online business and realizing kind of the same and the opposite. Like I would spend so much time going, well, what do I do? But then also I would have appointments at like 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. And I'd be like, well, this is really an interesting, you know, spectrum of my time. Right. And so not creating those boundaries around your time and creating that schedule actually created more havoc in my life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So do you utilize um, time blocking then as a method or do you like to just schedule eight to four and those are your hours and within that is what you get done? What do you utilize? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. So yes, I definitely have office hours. I feel as business owners, we need to have a time that we start and a time that we end so that our clients know when they can get a hold of us when we're working on things. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously, that is also flexible. You know, you may want to take half of the day on a Wednesday to go, you know, maybe you need some me time or maybe you have some appointments that are errands that you need to do personally. There's always an approach of flexibility with how I teach my productivity. Mm -hmm. But... Um, Time blocking is a must. It's like, you know, doing those like tasks together. So you're saving time in that way. And also, um, it's just kind of a flow that you get into. But now you probably know too, 
there are certain things you have to be in the mood for. Maybe it's writing content. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to, you know, make yourself aware of those times that it may not fit in a schedule and, and give yourself some time on your schedule for free space. Yes. And also just knowing how you best work. Like for me personally, I work best in 30 minute to one hour spurts. I don't work best in like, I'm going to sit here for two hours and really focus on one thing. I'm 30 minutes to an hour and then I'm kind of just wandering around the house, piddling around, doing little things, and then I come back and that's how I best work, right? So your time block is going to look different for different designs, different people, how you energetically cycle. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's... You know, there's certain things that you need to be aware of too. Like you said, I think this really works well with human design. You need to be aware of your high value tasks. Like what really takes your brain to work (laughs) to do these things? And when are you going to attack that during the day? For me, it's in the morning. And, you know, for other people, maybe it's late at night. So you kind of need to be aware of that as well. Yes, I love that. Yeah, track your energy. Know where it's high, know where it's low within your tasks, but then also within the hours of the day. That's such good advice. So one of my productivity hacks is to make sure you're using a recording system. And I don't mean that by like using Audacity like we're using now or recording on Zoom. What I mean is that everything you do can be recorded in a way to remember the small details about everything, like conversations so that Every follow-up conversation, every client conversation, and every connection feels more authentic and genuine in your remembrance of that person and their detail and who they are. So what I do personally is I use Google Docs with clients so that I can add and edit while we're on the call in real time, and they can also make notes that I can see and vice versa. And then like while I'm on a podcast planning session, I use Sticky Notes, which is an app on my computer that allows me to make a new sticky for that person until I'm ready to make their podcast. And that way I'm able to put it into working form as I go through my process of creating an episode. And lastly, I use a pen and actual Sticky Notes. I feel like I should have invested in the company at this point while I'm recording so that I can make little notes of responses and things that I want to say back to someone. Because otherwise, if you're like me, I get really squirrely. My brain goes off in 55 directions. So writing it down helps me to remember it, but it also helps me to remember things about them. So I think how organized your recording is of your thoughts, ideas, mementos from conversations and connections is really important to the personalization of it. So with that, yes, definitely. I am also a sticky notes fan, (laughs) (laughs) the tangible ones and the online ones. I love it. Oh my gosh. I think I have every size of them and color and they're just, they're so fun and they're so useful in business for sure. So give us your next hack. What is the next one? Because I know the ladies out there are eating these up at this point. So what's your next hack? Okay, so since you mentioned Google Docs, I am also a big fan of Google. I am their biggest cheerleader, and I am a big proponent of having a cloud-based document system. Google Drive is perfect for this. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people use Dropbox, but have something on the cloud so you have access to it anywhere and everywhere. It could be accessed on your phone. It can be accessed on your laptop. It could be accessed on your tablet. It's there for you wherever you need it. 
And then also have a filing system for that. Have a filing system that would be really similar to if you had an actual filing cabinet in your office where you can't just start throwing papers and folders. You have to have some sort of way that you're going to keep track of how you're going to find those, those documents again. So create a key and label what folders you're going to have, what subfolders are going to be in there, where are you going to put those documents. And if by chance you have a tangible cabinet, make sure it's the same filing system so you know immediately where things are. It doesn't take you 30 minutes to find a client document. You know exactly where to go. You have it at your fingertips because it's another thing here, like it's kind of overlooked how much time you can waste when you're trying to find something. It could be like, you know, oh, it'll just take me a couple of minutes. That couple of minutes turns into 30 minutes. And, you know, there you could have done something much more productive with that time. Yes, girl, you are speaking directly into my digital soul right now because <laughs> the one area that I know is such a pitfall for me is my Google Drive, my Dropbox, my computer, my iCloud. Like, I don't even know sometimes if it's on which platform, which cloud, which, you know, and so that does, it really takes up some of my time. And so something that I have actually given to my VA is a task to organize my, um, my folders and what goes into what for that exact reason. I know 100% it's going to save me so much time to get it done now than to keep drawing it out and keep spending the time searching for these things. And that is such a good VA task. Exactly. Perfect. And then, you know, you're going to add team members to your, to your company. So keep that key handy and everybody has access to that key. So they know also where to file things so that everybody's on the same page. Mm-hmm. SOPs, girl, standard yeah. operating procedures. I love it. You're already diving into the next thing. So I love, love, love. Okay. My next hack that I'll give is really quick. It's all about to-do lists. If you have ever been a part of my productivity organizational system, you know, I do not ever have a to-do list more than seven items on it ever. Literally. That's how our brain works. It's as much as our brain can actually handle. So what I teach my clients is to have a master and a micro planning system. So Sunday nights, we pull from the master list, which is like the Mac daddy. It is the dream list of if I had never ending time and never ending energy, and I never had to sleep or eat or do anything else in my life, I'd probably get all of these things done, right? And then you take those every Sunday night and you create a micro plan and we pull and we put them into our slots as micro items into our already planned schedule for the week. So if it gets planned, it gets done. And as things get done, we check them off of the master list and start fresh the new week. So that way you escape the overwhelm by not overwhelming yourself, by not giving yourself more than your actual mental capacity and by scheduling it so that it's within the realm of possibility in your actual timetable. So that is my last hack, but I know that I am so excited to hear your next one. So give it to us, lady. What's the next hack for us? Oh my gosh. I am such a list woman. I can't believe, I actually wanted to talk about this a little bit more. So when you're writing your list, it's so ironic that we kind of think really similarly. I knew we were going to be besties. Oh yeah. Um, I like to keep very minimal things. I like to have a master list as well. 
And then I have a weekly list. And then that weekly list is broken up into four subjects. So there's this week's projects. And I try to keep that like really minimal. Like there's one big, maybe two big projects for the week. And then scheduled events, like this would be a scheduled event, me talking to you, and I want to make sure I don't forget that. So that would be on my, my scheduled event list. And then emergent tasks. And this is actually where the hat comes in because emergent tasks are tasks that come up. Um, perhaps it's an output of a client. Perhaps it's an emergency that comes up. Whatever it is, it wasn't something that you planned for in the beginning of the week. So write that down, keep track of it. And then of course the, the last one is supporting tasks. But what you're gonna do with the emergent list is maybe schedule, we should all be scheduling time to look over our metrics at the end of the month at the very least. So schedule some time to look at these emergent lists and see what's coming up. Perhaps there is something that's coming up more and more and we need to put an automation to it. Maybe there's something like it's just taking too much of our time and because it's emergent, we're not really thinking about it. So if you take a look back at those lists, things that are coming up over and over, maybe we need to automate it. Maybe we need to delegate it out. Maybe we need to like figure out why it's coming up and we need to eliminate the problem altogether. So really keep an eye on those emergent tasks. Yes. Oh, yes. Patterns. Patterns are proof, y'all. So make sure that you know those. Make sure that you're, um, like you said, delegating to those, tracking those, and being able to see where your time is possibly getting sucked up into Never Never Land, right? Okay. So I gave my top two. You've given some amazing ones, but I know you have some more gold deep down there inside of you. So I want to hear one more hack for your business and how I can utilize that in mine. And there's a lady out there that needs it as well. So tell us the, the last hack. Okay, so the last hack, I think we kind of kind of touched on it earlier today, where it's the sprints. Work mm. in sprints. I don't always work in sprints. Um, you know, there's there'll be time where I know that my office hours are eight to four and I'm just doing my time walking and that's sufficient. But when you really want to get busy, you really need to get something done, I don't think there's anything better than a sprint. And that's where you had mentioned you work best in like 25 or 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. It's the Pomodoro method where you're working in 25 minute sprints on one thing. And then you take a five minute break and then you go back. If the job is finished, great. But then you go back for 25 minutes, depending on what kind of a job it is. Maybe you can have it finished in 25 minutes. Maybe it needs to have a couple of sprints before it's actually completed. But that is a game changer. I also believe that if you put time on your schedule for a task, we utilize how much time, whether we needed that time or didn't need that time. Mm -hmm. So a, a sprint, I think, eliminates that. Like, I don't know if I made like clear how that really works. It's like, we'll put on our schedule. We're going to do our content planning. Take us four hours. Most of the time it's going to take us four hours, but maybe it would have only taken us two hours. Um, so I think we need to kind of watch that. I think we either, for whatever reason, we just kind of, oh, we've got four hours, so we're going to use that time mm -hmm. when we kind of waste it. Or we procrastinate sometimes too. Like, oh, we've got four hours. No worries. <laughs> yes. Um, my fiance and I have talked about this so many times. We, we sometimes wonder how um, people who make, you know, a million dollars a year, how they're still in debt. And 
the answer always resides in this. You grow into what you give yourself. And Mm -hmm. so it's the same thing with time. It's like, imagine your day as a million dollars, you're going to grow into the exact time slots that you create for yourself. So if you give yourself an hour, you're going to wham, bam, jam it out, right? But if you give yourself four to do a task that could take an hour, you're going to grow into that. And like you said, you're just going to overflow and procrastinate and twiddle your thumbs and play on Facebook and yeah, all the things. So I love that. Okay, so now... Tell me about the capsule that you have as a coaching capsule. Um, you utilize your pillars and all of that, but how do you actually serve people inside of productivity, productivity hacking, um, narrowing down your time, and really creating a system that helps them save time? So planning and organization is the first pillar, and typically that's the first one that we address when I'm working with a client because We need those systems in place, those automations in place. We need to also often, a lot of it's eliminating stuff. Um, We need to get that in place first. So it brings us more space and more time to work on the other systems of the other three pillars. Mm -hmm. I will be the first to admit systems, they will save your life once they're in place but they are kind of time consuming getting them up and running. So a lot of us procrastinate and not implement systems because, oh, you know, we're working along, things are going great. We don't have the time to implement systems. And that's the biggest myth out there. We need to spend time. So that's the first thing we address when I start working with someone is we need to show you, okay, we can find you time. We're going to open it up so that we can work on all those other systems. Yes. And also, I'll be honest, systems aren't sexy, right? Like sales is sexy. It's like bringing the money in the door, putting it in your pocket, going out and buying yourself a hot pair of shoes. Like that's sexy. But when you think about a system, you're like, meh, meh. I'll kind of put that off. I'll procrastinate that, like you said. And the longer you do that, the harder the system actually becomes because then you've got so much more stuff to systematize. Where if you started up front, (laughs) yeah, if you started up front, it's like, oh girl, this is going to take us a day. If you start it later on, it's not that it's not possible. It's just going to take you longer. So the suggestion, which really is like a cattle prod, it's like, girl, do it, is to do it now, right? Take the time now, especially where we're a little, if some of us are still kind of quarantining, we're still, we're in that space to have that time to do it. Absolutely. That's kind of been my message this last couple of months is it's, it's now we need to do it now because it needs to be in place because regardless of what industry you're in, you are either one of two industries. You're in the industry that is helping your clients now because they need you more than ever. So you need those systems to help you support those people or You are in an industry, maybe you were shut down, um, but you still need to be ready for when those floodgates open and all your dreamy clients come running to you, you need the systems then to support you. So systems are something that we need to always have on our mind. I am a crazy one. I can talk systems all day long and I do think they're sexy. I keep saying I'm going to try to keep, you know, bring the sexy back to systems, but (laughs) Yeah, that's a hard conversation. (laughs) It is. It is. Oh, I love that, though. 
Okay, so talk to the woman who is just starting a business today. Like, lucky you, girlfriend. She's in the midst of this new normal that has occurred, obviously, and we're diving into the online space. So what do you think she gets to do right off the bat with her business to make sure she's productive and profitable? I think more than anything, if you are just starting out, keep systems on your mind. Realize, okay, what am I doing? What do I need to do day to day? What are those reoccurring tasks? Write those, you know, those steps down. Just, it doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be in a nice, neat binder with pretty pictures. Just have a messy checklist, maybe on a sticky note, and write down what those steps are. And then we can later move those into SOPs, which we mentioned before, which are standard operating procedures. And essentially, they're just like the task list of how you do something to get an end product. But really think about systems in the beginning. You know, to make it easy, we pretty much systematize everything. We just don't realize that we're doing it. Like look at laundry. How do you do laundry? There's certain steps that you take to get your laundry done. That is a system. Mm -hmm. But we need to bring that out of our head, put it on paper so that it's easiest for us to delegate later. Most of us who are just starting out, we're starting out as solopreneurs. So we're thinking, oh, we don't need all these systems. We don't need SOPs. It's just me. I have it all in my head. You're wasting time that way because if it's all in your head, there'll be days where you're so frazzled, you can't think of that next step. And so now you're spending a half hour trying to figure out what step you missed. Whereas if you had them in an SOP, you could quickly look at the, that checklist and say, oh, yeah, that's, that's the step I was missing. So exactly. one of the things is... If you're starting out, do not think systems are just for big companies. They are for you, and they're going to make your life so much easier. Yes, yes. Take note of it from the start. Realize what you love to do, what you don't like to do, what you absolutely hate doing, and the things that actually move the needle forward and make your business run. I think those are kind of the categories that um, that I use with clients as we bucket our tasks and that way we know what we're going to later delegate what we might split up and what we love to do and we're going to hang on to those right so for the overwhelmed woman out there right she's been in business for probably a while she's out there like oh my gosh I love these I need more of these I need some hacks where do you hang out online so she can connect with you follow you and hear more hacks and actually get started with you well, actually, I am the most active on Instagram. So you can follow me on Instagram, Madeiras Consulting. And I give lots of tips and tricks. And then we also have a Facebook group. If you are you know, wanting to get more support in a community, we have the Business Design Collective where um, we do challenges every quarter and have a lot of fun over there. Perfect. I love it. All right. So... What are you currently offering that they can grab up immediately and start to take their time back with now? The very thing that I start with first is my time block like a CEO. And that's my free um, five-day steps and to how to create that dreamy schedule and time block it out so that you have, you know, the most time for yourself, whether it be doing more of the things you love or more of those revenue-generating activities. Um, that, that's the first place to start. Perfect. 
Obviously, as always, I will drop all of this down into the show notes. So it'll be really easy, really clickable. Go ahead and grab that stuff. Join the group. Follow Tracy. Connect with her. And it has been an absolute honor. Oh my gosh. I love connecting with you. I love our similarities and our differences. And I cannot wait to find out more about you in the future. I know we have so many things that we can do. Absolutely. Well, I just found out like recently about human design and the manifester. So kind of interested how you utilize that in your business as well. So me too. Keep in touch. Yes, I'm a manifester too. And I've found that a lot of system gurus and specialists are manifestors. So that's really funny. I would love to talk to you about that. That's awesome. All right, CEOs, I don't know about you, but I think I won this bet. And I'm pretty sure Tracy helped me along the way. So I'm very sure that leaving this episode, if you're feeling like I am right now, you're ready to go get all of the things done to take some of your time back and to also connect with Miss Tracy and get more productivity tips and tricks and hacks. So if you're feeling that, you're nodding your head or maybe you're running off to get it done as we wrap this up, I want to make sure that we go out into the world, go bigger, make the most of our precious commodity called time. We become the most productive women that we can possibly be and thus make more and live so much freaking freer. Until next time, love you long time. What is up my darlings and doers? If you loved this podcast, please don't leave it behind. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do us a huge favor. Give us a quick rating. It not only helps me to know where you're listening, but it also helps the new listener to find this podcast and become the next doing success story. So with that, I'm off to do some big things or help one of my amazing clients get her doing list done. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.